we play so many different roles in our life, in our family, in business. But what is your real authenticity? Let's find out more. Building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. Good afternoon, Giant Builders. Welcome and have hope you're having a wonderful day. I do want to let you know that it would be really an honor if you would subscribe to our channel just so that you know when a new episode is coming. So we would appreciate that. So today's guest is Beth Kortz. And hi, Beth, how are you? I'm good, Lois. How are you? I'm doing grand. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do? Absolutely. Um, first, I'm a licensed professional counselor, so I have a therapy practice, but I also have a coaching practice where I'm a spiritual alignment and authenticity coach. So I help people identify their authentic selves and then live a life that's in alignment with that person. So expand on authenticity. What what does that mean? Authenticity means being unabashedly who you are all the time, giving yourself permission to say no, to not fit societal norms, to not care about other people's opinions on what you do, what you wear, the choices you make, because you know that they're in alignment with who you are as a person, even if they're not in alignment with what the masses do, what the others say. Um, it's freedom. Authenticity is freedom. Well, what keeps somebody from being authentic? Fear. Fear? 100%. Fear of not fitting in. Fear of what other people will think. I mean, those, there can be a million reasons, but when we peel the onion down to the core reason, it's one of those two things. How does one find their authentic their authenticity. So I start with every client by asking them to, I'll just say like, tell me about yourself. And if I ask you, tell me about yourself, Lois, okay. what would you say? Um, I'm a mother, a grandmother, a daughter. I have three boys. I am a Christian. I'm married. I have a business. I love meeting people and talking to people. How much further do you want me to go? <laughs> That's far enough. You, everything you've told me, except perhaps the Christian piece, is what you do. It's okay. not who you are. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, so okay. as soon as I mention that and I say, okay, now tell me who you are and it's all going to be adjectives. It's never a noun. I'm not a, it's a thing, right? Okay. So I'm a workaholic. Um, okay. I love, I love to draw 
in the adjective. Oh. One word. Okay. Yeah, because again, you're telling me what you do. I love to draw. That's a that's a thing. Okay. I, I'm I'm an artist. I'm artistic. I'm artistic. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> yes, exactly. So that's uh, that, right. It's hard. Yeah. So when I ask the people this question, like you were ready to give it a try, which was great. A lot of people like hit a wall. And I cannot tell you how many people like really hit a wall and have no words mm-hmm. and often tears. And the response is, I have, I have no idea. I have no idea who I am. So then we start working on that list of adjectives. No. Okay. We start to, I help them start defining who they are authentically. And over the course of like, that's their first homework. Cause I give homework. That's their first homework is to make a list of who they are authentically. All of the things that define their authentic self. And we'll sometimes together come up with five, six, seven, but then I ask them to come up with like 25 before <gasps> And that is always the response. (laughs) I can imagine. (laughs) But, you know, it's not that hard. They might not come back with 25. I'll help them with more. Um, But it's not that hard when you really get going. Um, You know, so you're artistic. Are you generous? Are you loyal? Are you happy? Are you friendly? Or are you funny? Are you supportive? Are you caring? Are you compassionate? Are you loving? Like, boom, that was, pro- I don't know, was that a dozen? Yeah, that was a good number. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. once you get in the groove, hopefully you can come up with even more than 25. Um, for the timid, I might only ask for 10 the first time. Then a lot of times when I say, so write down your characteristics, it'll say the bad ones too. And um, I will say, yeah, if something that you think is negative comes up, let's write it down and we'll talk about it at the next session. And then we'll look at what that is next time and we'll examine, is it truly negative or does she think it's negative because she's a woman? And if it were a man doing that, would it be negative? So is it negative for her because the patriarchy has said so, right? Right. Has society said women can't be this. So you're viewing it as negative. So we, we, I help her learn to look at some of these things critically and say, oh, you know, right, you're right. If um, it's not a negative thing, right? Um, help her see it differently. Um, if it is indeed something like that, but if it is indeed something, you know, I'm hypercritical. So then we'll work on how to notice when she's being hypercritical, how to be less hypercritical right? How to work. work. I mean, then my therapy background really comes in, 
right? To um, help my expertise as a therapist comes in. And while I'm not doing therapy, I can use the tools from that to help her work with being hypercritical. Wow. So step one. (laughs) Okay, that's step one. Okay, what's step two? (laughs) Um, Step two is looking at what in her life is working and what she wants to change, right? Nobody comes to a coach if there isn't something in their life that they want to be different than it is, Mm -hmm. you know? So we take a look at that and we take a look at, you know, what she's passionate about, what her purpose is. Um, And if I can take a minute to talk about purpose um, and I'll keep an eye on the time, everybody feels like their purpose has to be this aha moment. You know, I think that that's an Oprah, like, what is your purpose, you know? And I've had clients who are in their 50s and they're really depressed because they feel like they haven't found their purpose yet. But once I get to know them through working together, um, I can often see that, like, you've been living your purpose the whole time and you haven't realized it. You know, your purpose is to support other through hard times, and look at, look at all these experiences in your life that you've shared with me that you've been doing that. You know, so it's not always an aha moment. And people who feel lost about not having a purpose may have been living it the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Well, once somebody understands their authenticity, how does that open them up? What, what, what changes about them? The way they look at everything changes. Now it's what is good for me. This is a little bit of living selfishly and making living selfishly be okay, right? I know that that three friends, my three best friends just invited me on a girl's trip and they're big partiers and they like to go out at night and sit on the beach all day. And I know that that's how they have the most fun. And as much as I wanna be with them, I'm not a drinker, I don't party. This is not my kind of trip. In the past, I've always said yes and I have felt out of place and awkward, but this time I'm gonna say no because I know that that's not in my best interest. That doesn't align with who I now know I am and I'm comfortable with. And um, maybe I'll go visit the museums in DC that same weekend, right? So that's kind of living selfishly. I'm not doing that for them anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do what I know is right for me. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, it definitely sounds like it's more pleasing I don't know that I don't know that I see it as selfishness as much as it just brings more contentment to one's heart I would think good great I mean that's great a lot of people would feel selfish but you said the magic word which is pleasing right women as a whole are people pleasers we have been bred to please Right. Yeah. Being authentic is no longer people pleasing is no longer at the top of your list. Right. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. You know, as 
I know that I am sacrificing a piece of me to please them. And I'm not sacrificing a piece of me anymore. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now, of course, like if any young mothers come on and comment, like, I can't do this for sure. Kids come first, right? Mm -hmm. But there's still all of that time that you have to say, but I need some time for self-care. I need some time for self-nurture while raising my children or else I'm not going to do a good job raising my children. Right. Yeah. But this, a lot of my clients really are in their forties and fifties. So they don't have young children. And those of, I also have clients in college. So I meet everybody where they are, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, and what they can do in their situation. Mm hmm well, that, that's very enlightening. I really like the concept of, of direction. Yeah. That's the thing. In your 40s and 50s, women get really stuck. Yeah. You know? I think if we really spend stuck. so much time raising children and such, and then when they're gone, you kind of feel like there's this emptiness of like, now. Who I am, am I now? Who am I now? You know, what? What do, now what do I do? I'm not taking, I'm not running to soccer. I'm not, you know. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, yeah. I, I felt that way when the last one of our kids went off to college. It was kind of like, I don't even know who I am or what my, what I'm supposed to be doing now because I've spent all this time doing for things for my kids. Right. And you see a lot of divorces after you know once you hit an empty nest also mm -hmm. because suddenly the kids aren't there to talk about now who are we as a couple now that we're not coordinating schedules and you know mm -hmm. having a family calendar of drive times and stuff like that and that happens because people realize that um you know we haven't we're not just growing the same way now yeah or, and you kind of look at each other and go who are you? I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. It's when you go out for dinner and there's no conversation. Mm -hmm. What, what do we talk about now? Right. You know, so some really redefine their marriage and have like the second, you know, wind of reconnecting and re-romancing and all of that. And some just go up their different ways. And there's a lot of transition. Transition is what people, like, they get stuck in. There's all kinds of new fears coming up mm -hmm. that block them from doing all kinds of things. And so I'm all about helping people knock the fears down to a level that they can walk through them. Okay. You know, helping them learn to do that. And then to learn to do that on their own, you know, eventually... They'll have the tools to do it without support. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wonderful. And that's something that once you understand, you could pass along to your children and help them open up to that as well. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because even when our kids are gone, we're still modeling for them. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And what a great thing to model, to model that do something that you're passionate about even if it doesn't go with the masses, mm -hmm. you know. Well, yeah, because it's 
don't know. I think I want my children not to go with the masses. <laughs> right. Exactly. Stay true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, not what everybody else is thinking about doing or going or being. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you have a kid that doesn't want to go to college, and that's what suits them in their life, being able to be, to support that, mm-hmm. you know, because they're finding their own path. We all have our own paths. And I but think too many paths are being misdirected by going to college. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We all have our own paths, but there there are so many reasons why people walk in other people's paths, not their own. No, and that's not being authentic, right? Being on your own path, walking through fears, um, being okay with making mistakes, maybe saying, no, my path's here, going there and saying, oh, no, that wasn't it. You know, let me try this now because trying new things and, and failing, there's no such thing as failure, Like that's just eliminating one of almost an infinite amount of choices. And sometimes we really have to eliminate a few to find the one. Okay. Yeah. I see in the notes here that you're also body positive certified. What does that mean? So that means accepting your body for what it is. It means loving your body and what it does from you without having to like every part of your body. You right? You can love your body and not like your belly or your cellulite on the back of your thighs, but still love your body and what it does for you and recognize that who you are as a human being and your body are not the same thing, right? So you can love who you are as a person and still not like parts of your body or even say, I love what my body does for me, but I don't like any of it, but I still love who I am as a person. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So being body positive certified just means having learned um, the, how that fits into uh, therapeutic terms and being able to help women accept their bodies, find community and, um, and know that their body doesn't define them. Well, right. Okay. Any closing thoughts? Um, currently I am only working with clients one-on-one and I just, I just love doing it because from the very first session, like you can see a client's mind start to like be, wow, you know, open up and realize that so much of them is wonderful. And they forgot about that. If they ever knew it, they forgot it. And if they never knew it, like, and I just love watching that for them and, and, and cheering them on and supporting them in their journeys. Oh, wonderful. All right, Giant Builders, we know you guys are wonderful. So let's just help you prove it to yourself. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate the information. 
It was my pleasure to be here. The last thing I want to say is I do free consultations. They just okay. need to go to my website, which hopefully you'll like have a link to that. Definitely. And um, they can book their free consultation. There we go. All right. Yeah. All right. Your list of 25. <laughs> All of you. All, All of you. you. Free clarity calls. You get a call. You get a call. You get a call. <laughs> yeah. Free clarity calls for everybody. All right. Thank you. We'll see you next time, Giant Builders. Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant.